You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tim Dillon Show live from the greatest city in the world, Nashville, Tennessee. Here with the voice of country music, Giannis Pappas, old friend of mine. Are you watching Dahmer on Netflix? Man, I haven't watched it, uh, but I just want to say hello to my fans and uh, <laughs> Trump 2024, everybody. Yeah. yeah, Isn't it? That is a great archetype of person to be like that sweet country guy yeah. who just talks about his fan. Like, I love all my fans because you see them on uh, social media and it's it's another it's one of the many people I wish I could be yeah they're very nice and kind in the yeah. south and because uh, the other side is just yeah is just violent racism <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all I love my fans I, I love y'all thank y'all for supporting me and being there for me and it's just a nice you know it's my daughter and they hold up their daughter they're like this is my special girl yeah you know and then, and then the camera goes off and they go, you know, Kanye West has a little bit of a point. <laughs> I'm confused because, you know. I like that he's speaking out. Yeah. I might not agree with everything, but I like that he's talking. But, but most, most of it. This, uh, this Dahmer thing is huge because as it is very hot. It's this guy who is just taking advantage of people. He is bringing them home. He's getting it done. Um, it is hot. Didn't he do them a little bit of a favor, though? They're in Milwaukee. It's the deal. It's a good is, way to exit Milwaukee. The deal is everybody is kink shaming him because uh, we live in a cis hat nightmare. But this is a guy who early on his kinks were like taking pigs home from uh, biology and dissecting them in his room. And that evolved into people. And uh, but he's cool, you know. The the thing does kind of like Dahmer's dad is suing Netflix for glorifying his son. This is true, yeah. Because it is cool when you look at the thing when you're watching it. You're like Dahmer's kind of hot, yeah. He's kind of cool. He does some things we don't agree with, but overall, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> overall, he's a likable hot dude who's like get just on on the journey of like getting his confidence and and people want to be him for Halloween this is how much it succeeded people want to be Dahmer for Halloween and now Amazon has stopped uh selling the Dahmer costumes cuz Simone Biles among others the gymnast who couldn't perform because she was sad <laughs> um she the one who dropped out of the Olympics she is like telling everybody don't you dare come showing up as Dahmer because he did kill a lot of young men and boys of color yeah but not you know the person showing up as Dahmer didn't that's always lost <laughs> it's a, just a costume party yeah, yeah. it's a uh, that's yeah. always lost on people yeah I mean you know what's the big deal yeah I mean if uh if Prince what's his name Prince Prince Andrew what's his name the the, the one who's married to Meghan Merkel Harry. The bimbo. Andrew's the pedo. Yeah. If Harry came to my costume party and he was dressed as Adolf, I'm not stopping Who? the party. I'm not telling him to change costume. Yeah. He's not Adolf. 
It's insensitive, yes, but I don't invite Jews to my parties. The point is, and how do you get away with that in New York? They get in anyway. You do it. You do it with a DNA test at yeah. the door. You do it with a very. You say it's COVID, but yeah. it's really. You drop a little money on the floor. If they chase it, you kick them out. Yeah. Well, that's edited out, huh? <laughs> Adidas won't be doing your shoe. No, you just yeah. I take off the hat, check for horns, none go. Does he come back from this, Kanye? Probably not. Right. This is now. This is too far. He's gone a little too far that's why i'm enjoying it because he doesn't want to come back yeah that is the most fun to watch i mean we've seen the kind of things and then people apologize yeah he's so avant-garde he's like i'm not doing the apology he's going y'all gonna have to kill me that's right he's going jews people gonna have to kill me and if you kill me guess what there'll be another kanye born in another ghetto in chicago saying the same shit and we gotta me too these jews what do you do to someone who's at that point kill him in there they they there's not much else you can do right you got to take him out because he's having such a public meltdown and he has so many fans and so many followers we're of course obviously it needs not to be said are not advocating this but there's got to be people going like he's a problem yeah, but do you think they're going he's a problem or he's so out there that it's not a problem? Well, it's not that he's a problem like in the sense that he's, he's going to like, like galvanize people against the Jews. Right. I just mean he's a problem like how bad does this get publicly? How when does he stop getting the platforms? Maybe this is it, right? Like when does he stop getting massive mainstream attention? When does that go away? When do they go, okay, yes, we want the views. Yes, we want the clicks. But he's he's going too far. Yeah. Um, is it flat earth? <laughs> like what... <laughs> What stop on the train is when they pull back? Well, that's a you don't want to do that analogy here. Stop on the train, right? Yeah. I don't even. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking boat. about stop that. on the boat. Stop on the boat. Um, yeah, I think as soon as he buys Parlor, and yeah. he starts he starts voicing his opinions on Parlor because I think that's what you do now is you just you say something crazy and then you just as a billionaire and then you buy a conservative social media site and then nobody cares anymore. You're going to have to have a billion dollars just to speak. And you know what? He's not even going to enjoy Parler. What he enjoys, he's an, right. he's an attention guy. Right. He likes the attention. So he likes shocking people. But when he goes on Parler after he buys Parler <laughs> and he's like, Jews run the world and everyone's going, yeah, yeah. Go, this is no fun. No, it's that's an echo chamber. Yeah. And... That's what you're going to need. You're going to need a couple of billion to really get wild. Like yeah. we used to be able to get wild after a few drinks and you still can at the local pub. But if you want to get wild publicly now, you're going to have to have billions of dollars. You do have to have billions. Because yeah. you're going to have to buy an app that will allow you to be racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to purchase, you have to have a company now. You used to be able to just be racist. Now you have to have a company with like secretaries and executives and ad salespeople. You're going to have to have a monetization strategy just to go out and be racist. Yeah, yeah. That's the level we're at. There's no more poor poor racism anymore. Racism is going to cost you. Yeah, it's going to cost you yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. And paranoia is going to cost you. Alex Jones, $965 billion for Sandy Hook. Yeah, I just can't. I don't understand why they're trying to stop all the entertainment. I mean, how much are those kids worth? <laughs> I mean, you could have killed me for nothing. Yeah. 
Yeah, he doesn't have it to pay it. No one has it. It's a symbolic no. number. Nobody yeah. can really pay that in the media sphere, right? It's a symbolic number. It's just to kind of get people to shut up. Yeah, it's kind of when they give somebody multiple life sentences. You're going like, all right, I guess yeah. when I have multiple lives, you know. Right. How is this it'll, even relevant it'll matter. to me? Yeah, it's symbolic. I'm not Hindu. This isn't relevant to Do me. you remember when Dahmer got popped? Because you, you, you've been around. Yeah, I'm 80. So when, when Dahmer got popped, do you remember this being a big deal? Was this a media circus? It was a media circus. Yeah. yeah we love serial killers. It's almost um, unfortunate that they've been kind of put out of business by DNA and, yeah. and the surveillance state. The, uh, you know. Well, serial killers now just go on parlor. They go on parlor. There's no, they never get to the actual hard work of stalking and killing. Yeah. They just pop off. Well, we have, I think they mutated into school shooters. That's the oh, new interesting. incarnation of. Is that a, your theory? Yeah, because, you know, it's like, uh, it's a star. They, we make them stars. Right. So it's like, you know, someone's going to want to walk down that red carpet. That's right. Of blood. And it's somebody who can get the, you know, it's kind of an immediate result. Immediate. Overnight. As opposed to a serial killer who has to go through this process for a very long time. You don't have to do Conan. You don't have to do a half hour. You, right. know, you go you straight to right. fame. Yeah. Now, what are the true crime podcasts going to do? Because we know all these sick bitches who love, <laughs> they just love the idea of people getting stalked and killed. Yeah. And they talk about it endlessly and they make the families relive all this trauma. <laughs> My favorite murder, uh, George and Karen. All the time, they won't stop. Even when the families ask them to stop, they're like, please, we don't need this. They do kind of exactly what Alex Jones did, which is they get everybody revved up to like, crack. let's crack the cold case. Right. Um, what are they going to talk about now that serial killers are done? How are they going to manipulate people's trauma and grief for uh, ad sales? <laughs> they're just going to have to go to war crimes podcasts. Yeah, that might be interesting. Yeah, they're yeah. just a little war crimes podcast. But that's not cool because that's not sexy enough. Like they really want, it's like a woman who was jogging alone or a woman yeah. who went on two dates with a guy and then ended up in a trunk. Like they really like that type of, because because the women listening are usually women who are are in desperate need of that their dream is to get raped and killed yeah the women listening to those podcasts their dream is to have someone love them enough to stalk rape and kill them <laughs> that is all they want all they want to do is hear that window slide in the middle of the night yeah and they get they start like going Ooh, and they want somebody to run up and chloroform them and no one that night after night nobody does it's another empty, it's another trip to the fridge at 2.30 in the morning with no chloroform. <laughs> Nobody's trying to kill you. Nobody cares. But that's what they that's why they like those podcasts so much. Yeah, you're right. Most most women live. Most yes. women just live. That's right. Uh, ignored. Ignored. Ignored, yeah. Ignored. So when people see Dahmer, and when I watch Dahmer, what's so interesting. Maybe the ladies feel left out. Maybe because he was only focusing on gays, subconsciously the ladies are like upset. Well, also some of the ladies are like, so what? This is being a woman every day, you know, because that's right. the new attitude. Like they're like getting eaten, chased by cannibals. That's being a woman 24-7. <laughs> that's what it's like to be a woman. Oh, 
Finally. Oh, is it disturbing that a cannibal's drugging and eating you? How about you try being a woman for literally 15 minutes? Try being a woman that has an idea in a meeting full of men for literally 15 minutes. It is essentially having your liver eaten by a cannibal in Milwaukee. That is also part of some of the attitude I see now. Yeah, no. Like it's not a big, it's not such a huge deal. It's tough. It's really tough in America. It is disturbing to watch though because he brings these guys up to his thing and he drugs them and they're like, trying to get out and they're stumbling around. I mean, you know, it's a little bit of a Halloween episode here. I have the great pumpkin on and you're dressed like some type of costume, but this is your <laughs> real thing. You know, I don't know what this is, Danny Zuko. I don't know what you're doing or what the point of it is, but whatever it is. It's called Arrested Development. <laughs> I should have on khakis yeah. and no idea. Merrill shoes yeah. and glasses. Yeah, you you live in this beautiful thing. You have this beautiful family, and you're out here dressed like I, I don't even know. You got money on the street or something. You're collecting numbers. <laughs> but he, some people meet a very bad end in America. Yeah, and that's what I thought about watching Dahmer. I said some people meet a very very bad end and i don't mean like some of our friends where they're just accused of uh, rape after a pretty good career <laughs> i mean like a bad end like they go out one night and it just doesn't it they think it goes gonna go one way and it goes the other way yeah but it's rare i mean you know if you get selected there is some sort of uh you should sort of feel special a little bit you were selected it's a rare selection yes it's a small club that gets eaten by jeffrey dahmer do you know any most people in milwaukee yeah. just fucking eat mayonnaise and die of that's diabetes. Right. yeah 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 they do don't you, make the movies do you know anyone that this has happened to or something cool do you know anyone who's left the planet in a way that's a little cool well we both do it i wouldn't say it was cool but horrific what do you mean Week. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not, not cool. Gonna, yeah. yeah. That's not cool. No, that's, that's not, not what cool. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since the restaurant's been discombobulated yeah. since. Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, that's random. Yeah. Kind of. But I mean, like, Any I don't know. Anyone you grew up with that ended up getting uh, let me, murdered? Yeah, let me just uh, sift through my brain to see if I know anyone we who's been We knew a guy who eating. killed a girl under a bridge, but we didn't really know him and we didn't really know her. But it was in my town, but we didn't know either of them. But people I knew had met them. Yeah. It's a real, not really a great, but I'm just saying, I don't know, because you, you know, grew up in Brooklyn. You have this whole storied... But you wonder if anybody... I can't think of anyone who's been eaten. Yeah. yeah. Well, not eaten, but yeah. just... Killed you know. by a serial What killer. is your... What if you... What's your fear that's like a horror movie fear? Uh, you personally, not your family, nothing. I mean, just like you. What was your fear when you were younger, when you were growing up? What? I mean, you've been shot, right? Yeah. yeah. So you kind of... You've been there. But what was the thing that really you like got you scared? Um, or as a white man, does nothing scare you? Would nothing scare you? It's a pretty smooth flight. Right. I got to say it's a smooth yeah. Not a lot of turbulence. Yeah. It's a pretty smooth flight. Well, that scares me. Airplanes. <laughs> Airplanes are scary. I get scared because I'm yeah. not in control. Yeah. No, but I was always scared of uh, being killed. Yeah. You know, because there was just like robbers and killers everywhere. Right. Yeah. So you just, growing up in New York at that time was not fun. There's something about the Midwest where I've been there. I've performed in these places, Milwaukee, Omaha, all these. And there's something about it that is oddly occult. Right. It feels evil. It feels like there's underground things going on. It feels like the people there, there's more than, 
more to them than meets the eye that there's some like strange things happening cult cult like well they're also vacant eyes they're also germanic there's a lot of germanic people but there's germanic people everywhere i know but the germanic people have it in them yeah you watch their porn you look at their history you you perform comedy for them they're very cerebral they're very rational but that also leads to rationalization they're uh they're missing a little piece of humanity i think that's what happened in world war ii yeah, I think they were going like finally someone someone gave us a purpose. Yeah, they want to do it. They want to do it. Yeah, the Germans want to do it. They want to do it. They want to do it. By it, you mean the Holocaust? That's exactly. I, you know, yeah. I didn't want to say it. I don't want to get demonetized for you. Yeah, but yeah, they want. They have a thing in them where you know it's like it's in there. Like I have a gay gene. I'm Greek. Like I can right. unlock it. Right. If I go to prison, I'll pick it up. It's in there right. culturally through generations. The Germans have- It's so- like the Irish with booze. Exactly. You unlock it. Yeah. Yeah. You like unlo- if you're Irish and you have a drink, there's a good chance you might have another and then have another and then your wife's on the floor. Yeah. With the Germans, you, you hit one, you hit one Slav. Yeah. Next thing you know, it just opens the door and you want to just kill them all. When, you know, <laughs> this, this idea that uh, people shouldn't go- uh, dressed up as a character like Jeffrey Dahmer to Halloween. Yeah. Is this something you subscribe to? Do you, when you, you have a child, are you going to really be heavily involved in the decisions? Are you going to be like the type of like helicopter parent who goes, hey, this is appropriate. This is not. Well, if it's a kid's Halloween party, you really shouldn't show up as Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a fun, if you brought a kid dressed as Jeffrey Dahmer, that's kind of fun. It's funny. Yeah. It's a little that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Um, no, I think the Halloween party should. That's your time. I was, to, you know what I was when I was a kid for Halloween? A serial killer. Generic I, one? A generic. Here's what I did. I took a big, my aunt made me a box, and we put all kinds of lucky charms on it, and we glued them to the box, and I ate them during trick-or-treating. I would just eat them off my thing and almost get sick because they were covered in glue. <laughs> I just wanted to be a carbohydrate for Halloween, but I was a serial killer. It was a fun way to be a... A dark thing that's fun. Right. I could see. Yeah. Well, now I just like whatever my wife gets me as a costume on Amazon, that's what I'm going to be. Yeah. I think I'm going to be a bubble guppy or something like that. When you have a kid, you just are, are pulled into that world and you just start doing kid stuff. I know. And it's a family costume. It's a family costume. It's she's, a family yeah, costume. Yeah. She's one person in it. I'm the other one and I'm the other one. Yeah. It would, it's weird if like a single guy shows up to a family Halloween as a baby costume. I would actually almost be more comfortable if he was Jeffrey Dahmer than say like, yeah. I don't know, Frozen, uh, the guy from Frozen. Because yeah, you're yeah, going yeah. like, why do you know about Frozen? Yeah. The yeah. only people who should know about Frozen should have kids. If, yeah. you, don't, if you don't have kids, I you know about I know better because my cousin wrote the fucking music to Well, it. there you have it. Fucking two egots. What are you going to do? Yeah, but if you're just a guy who knows children's stuff, you're going like, it's strange. Strange. It's strange. I love that. I'm only three or four episodes into the Dahmer thing, but it's like, it's really interesting how somebody grows up to be a cannibal. This is something that's really interesting because it is this weird psychosexual thing that happens in your head. You don't know how it had. Like the mother was very weird and she was very naggy and anxious and the dad was a little nuts. But how do you create a cannibal? It's so difficult. Can our uh, producer here for the moment get up any information on like how are cannibals created? Yeah, well, they said he had something that's uh, I can't remember the medical term for it, but he was attracted to shiny 
the shininess of the organs. Like there's some, there's actually a term for it where people are attracted to shiny stuff and they believe it's like evolutionary somehow. Well, it's very interesting. I never yeah. even thought organs were shiny. Yeah, when you pull them out, they they gl- they glean a little bit. Really? Yeah, they don't. They're not. It's not like the same as bling, but they have a glean to them. Interesting. And, that, and he was wet. kind of drawn to that. He was drawn to that. They say that was his sexual orientation. Is that the worst nightmare to raise a child who's a cannibal? Yeah, I'd say so. Because yeah. when they sit Dahmer's dad down and they're like, "He's gay." And then Dahmer's dad's like, oh, no. And then they're like, hold on. I just like the way they did the family apology very Midwestern, too. Oh, yeah. Dad, I'm sorry. And he's like, I love you, son. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if my dad found yeah. out I was eating oh. people, he just would he would say, oh. that's not my son. Kill oh. him. Shoot him. Son, I love you, son. I'm, it's okay. Well, you know, it's it, that's what I mean. But there's something going on out there yeah. where people go, that's just something that happens. Yeah, it's not it's completely out of, you know, the realm of possibility because life is so mind-numbingly boring out there. Yeah, that's what it is. It's cornfields. It's mind-numbingly boring. People's inner lives can get away from them out there. And some people are thinking about like, what if instead of eating a steak, I eat a person? Yeah. Try something different tonight. That's why. How I many think, times can you go to Red Lobster anyway? How many times? Yeah. And I think that that's part of what makes that area so interesting is that there's a monotony. There's a monotony to life everywhere, but out there it's so plain and the scenery is so plain and so vast that people's minds start playing tricks with them and they start going like, maybe I will try to do something. Yeah, I think you got to be a psychopath. I think you're born... I don't think there's any level of bad nurture that makes you want to eat somebody. I think you're born with like a bad brain you know it's like you just have no empathy you're very calculated you're very premeditated i mean look at the way he did it he he uh he chose certain people he knew he chose people he knew cops would look the other way if they found them on the street naked with a bleeding anus and a hole in their head right have you gotten to that scene yet i have (laughs) i mean what is the test to be a cop it's there. I mean, back then, is there a chapter on there that says, "Hey, if a guy's uh, he's barely conscious, his asshole's bleeding, yeah. he's naked in the street, and there happens to be a drilled hole in his head, you may not want to just peruse the scene and leave." But you know what it is? It really does go back to the idea that Dahmer was like this Midwestern white guy, and they felt kind of like bad from. They'd say things like, "What are you doing living here?" Yeah, like these are all drug addicts. Why are you here? And more than more often than not, they looked the other way. You know, he gave him the excuse. He was pulled over. He's like, yeah, you know, I, my parents got divorced. It's been kind of a tough time. They're like, ah, everybody goes through stuff. And it was homophobic. There was homophobia involved. In yes. I think they were just like, too. whoa, I don't want to see the picture. Whatever you guys are doing, this is how you gays do it. I want right. to get out of here. Yeah. I don't want to get AIDS yeah, from get AIDS. walking in the apartment. Yeah. So it is. It, there was a lot of that that he used to his advantage. He was kind of a very smart guy. That's what I'm saying. Is like he that, was sharp. He's psychopathic. Like it, yeah. premeditated. He he selected his victims. You can tell for that purpose. You know he was dissecting them. He at least he could you know knew one on one anatomy. He could pass an entry level class in anatomy. Yeah, he knew where a liver was. No, he knew a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, again, it's one of those guys where it's like you watch this thing. You're trying to hate him. It's hard. Good job, Netflix. It's very difficult to hate him here. I'm telling you, you watch other things and it's easy to hate the person. There's something tough here because you're like, he's experiencing 
so many things that are running through his head. You can't hate him. Yeah, they portrayed him as sort of a lonely. A loner. His mom was mean to him. He's figuring it out. Yeah, a coming of age story. That's what it feels it like. It feels like a coming of age it's story. It's like a fun gay coming of age story. He's got his shirt off all the time. And occasionally he eats someone's kidney. It's yeah. not. It's sexy. It's yeah. kind of fun. It's like Netflix was like, let's make something hot. Yeah. It, and let's make something fun. It's like a young adult YA movie with cannibalism. Well, it's so unlike the entertainment industry in Hollywood to <laughs> right. make something like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not their yeah. uh, modus operandi. Usually yeah. they take those things into consideration. They don't want to be exploit ex exploitative. They don't. They're so good, usually. They usually, I mean, what are they? so sweet. I think they waited, what, like five or six weeks before the first 9-11 movie? Yeah. So, I mean, right. they're... they're Usually more, you know, sensitive about these things. No, it was, but uh, watching it, I do understand now why the Dahmers are like, dude, you're glorifying my son because I'm like, he's kind of like an anti-hero. Yeah. In this thing. You're it's like, like Batman in the new Batman. Yeah, it's like yeah. Tony Soprano, Walter White, Jeff Dahmer. <laughs> you want him to win. You don't want him to get caught. You know, when the cops get him, you have this weird feeling. You're like, I don't really want him to get caught. Right. I want him to keep doing what he has to do. Yeah. You know, it's funny because he psychopaths lie all the time. Yes. They don't use the truth. So it's almost like Hollywood made the movie that he would have liked. Yes. Portraying the version of himself that he created after he got caught. But then you hear stories about him in jail and how he used to, uh, like, he would, um, you know, he would... Uh, uh, what you know, chastise people by making his food look like organs and make noises and stuff yeah. like that. He would, uh, you know, he's not he's not a nice guy. Oh, interesting. But yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. He seems in this movie kind of just like ripped. He would taunt people. Yeah. Oh, he but he seems like more ripped in this and like kind of like just figuring out who he is in the world. And it's not easy for a young man at any age. To figure it out. That's what I get. Yeah. That's what I think Netflix's intent is. And I'm like fully on board with that where I watch it and I go, this is a guy who's really coming into his own. Right. That's what it feels like to me. Coming of age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. He's coming into his own. I uh, Yeah. I mean, you know, they portray. Can it be hot? Is it okay for it to be attractive? I mean, is it okay for an attractive guy to be lifting weights and be attractive even though he's maybe killing people it was very hot until he hit him with the dumbbell well but even that there's an element there of hotness right because he's taking back his his uh i don't even know what the word is but he's like taking his you know he's like taking the narrative back well the guy <laughs> the guy rejected him the guy's like him. i'm not like that the guy's like very like straight toxic and also homophobic, and then yeah. he's like an LGBTQ hero that comes in kind of just hits him, smashes homophobia. And he wasn't trying to kill him; he was just trying to subdue him. Right? Yeah. Right. And that's what I like is that uh, Netflix's version, the yeah. show, kind of is sympathetic to his version of events. I feel like maybe they let Weinstein like produce this it on the low. Could be. Yeah. It feels like. With things that are getting good again, it feels yeah. like the Me Too crew is coming back. Yeah. Because this is exactly what something should be. You're like, am I horrified? 
Am I aroused? This is where good movies live. Am I accountable? This is what you want people saying to themselves in the suburbs while they watch this and eat Panera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you want to confuse people. You and this is what movies used to do before everything was like this is right and this is wrong. Right now it's like, oh my god, it's a big gray area. What's going on? Yeah, they definitely were sympathetic to his version of what happened. The two instances I'm thinking about is the one murder in the hotel room. He goes, I don't remember. I don't remember. I just woke up and. He was beaten to death. Yeah. And I don't remember. And then the other one where he hit the guy with the dumbbell, he goes, he goes, I was I didn't mean to hurt him. I didn't mean to hurt him. I was just trying to, you know, wake him up with a right. dumbbell to the face. Right. And they're going, like, I guess he's telling the truth. Yeah. I guess that's because that's the version in the show where it's like, that's not true at all. He beat that guy to death in the hotel room because he's a psychopath. And then he smashed that guy in the head because he he couldn't wait to get to the dead body part. He right. didn't like having sex with live people because they moved. He didn't it's like people such moving. An odd fetish, necrophilia. Well, people can be a drag with their needs and their wants. It's a great point. Really, they can. It's a great point. Yeah. It's a very gr it's and you know what? It's not made enough. You know? It's like you want Well, something. they look back at podcasting one day as this insane. Like I wonder how they'll look back at all this. Like, will they make a Dahmer movie but about this? Like, will they just look back and go, there was a point in our history where people just talked for hours and hours and hours <laughs> endlessly with no facts, really nothing to back any of it up. At best case, they guessed about things. Worst case, they completely made it up. Uh, they, they were everybody from comedians to fucking journalists to writers to just common street people. And they would just get on the microphone and just pontificate about things, knowing nothing about them. You wonder if it's some point they look back on this and they go that was Dahmer-esque <laughs> like do they do they look back on this and go like there's endless endless hours of these fucking idiots talk like will they make a movie about this like called like podcast where it's just like people years from now are so fed up with this medium it's become so cringe to them like the idea of like guys in headphones sitting in front of a microphone makes people as sick as Dahmer eating someone <laughs> I think as long as people are going to be driving to cars, driving in cars or working out, there'll be something they'll want to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I guess. I don't know if it's going to be the Water Guys podcast. Yeah. This guy came and did my water. Yeah. And he was like, do you mind if I do a little video? And I was like, what? And he was like, you know, my boss is 55. He doesn't get it. And they just turns the camera on. He's like, okay, guys, what you see there is a bypass valve. And what's going on? Another satisfied customer. And he started making content. But there's guys who we just talked about on Patreon. People are making money if you if you work at like a, a job like Cold Stone Creamery and you start making TikToks, you could build millions and millions of followers. And one kid opened up his own ice cream shop. Yeah, so it can happen. It can happen. Everybody now has a little bit of a chance of transcending this hellscape with something they do by yeah. accident. Yeah, no. The I only good things now that you can do are kind of by accident. Well. If you want everyone caught up in that casino, you gotta you gotta elevate one or two as an example. Somebody's got to so pop. Like, look, the water guy made it. Yeah. So then that keeps everybody. It keeps everybody going. on TikTok. So then the CCP can find out all your information. <laughs> <laughs>
What do you think's gonna? You think you think we're? Do you think someone's gonna detonate a nuke in? Uh, do you think Putin's gonna? I hope so. Detonate something. I hope so. It does feel a little bit like enough already. I Come on. Yeah, it's getting boring. Do now. it. Yeah. <laughs> do it, pussy. Yeah. Doesn't it feel a little bit like that? It almost kind of feels like the Trump is going to get indicted thing. You're like, when? Yeah. Right. This has the, been going on forever. Yeah, it's just, it's the lag. Yeah. There's lags forever. Get to it. Get to it. We don't have that type of attention span anymore. Nuke it or lock them up, do something, but stop or stop talking about it. Yeah. I'm, I get upset when they just can't stop discussing it. I'm like, I just want, so, I want some progress. Right. <laughs> right. I want some progress. Right. You guys have not gotten past the idea stage. There's got to be some progress. How did, does Zelensky make it out of this alive? Um, yeah. He does. I think he does. Do you know he's selling a book of his speeches? Is he going to go on tour with Michelle Obama? Zelensky's... I, I thought you were going to say Michelle Wolf. Zelensky is <laughs> selling... <that> yeah. <laughs> Zelensky is selling a book of his wartime speeches. So that's what he's focused on now. That's where he's Who's at. he repped by? Yeah, I don't know. CAA? I don't know. <laughs> ICF? What? And by the way, how good are these speeches that there needs to be a book yeah. in the middle of the war? Yeah. The war has not been won. Right, no. There is no, in fact, there's no real off-ramps to the war. It seems like we're le we're going towards nuclear annihilation. Right. So these speeches that are so magical, I don't know what they've inspired, except a continued march towards total and all-out war. Well, that may be some of the back-channel negotiations with Putin being like, hey, man, just let me get my book out. Yeah. yeah. We just want to put out some speeches. Yeah. And then you can do whatever you want. Do what you want. Yeah, do what you want. It's boring, and I feel like I you know, would like to see some resolution, hopefully a peaceful resolution. But if not, then nuke. It's going on too long, like the Irishman. Yeah. It could, yeah. It could be edited. Yeah. Yeah. It needs an editor of this war at this point. I almost thought of going. I was in Romania. I almost thought of going to the Ukraine. You were going to get tickets? I was going to go to the Ukraine and go, is it even happening here? Yeah. <laughs> but then people said it is. They're 30% of their infrastructure is done. So I said, okay. Like, he's hitting them hard. Yeah. Water, power. They don't have Wi-Fi. Putin's hitting them now. Yeah, he's hitting he's them. He's hitting them hard. He's hitting them. He's hitting them with the artillery. Right. It could be Iranian drones or it could be his own drones. All I know is yeah. our media is telling us it's Iranian drones. Whatever it is. Yeah, we don't know. Well, because there was that whole thing in Iran where, it, and I don't know what that was, but everyone was posting about it. That woman in Iran, something happened to her, and that was sad. Oh, the, are you talking about the yes. revolution happening over there, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of dragging on, too. What is it? Yeah. She had a cloak on and she said, I don't want to do it today? Yeah. I mean, she had uh, the hajj. I always pronounce it wrong. Hajib. Hajab. Hajab. Hijab. Hijab. Hijab on. Yeah. She had the hijab on. And, um, or she didn't have it on. What? She took it off. She took it off. And that's a no-no over there. You got to keep it on. It's a no-no over there to take it off. Over here, it's a rah-rah to put it on. Put it on and you're in. You're in, baby. Nike commercial. You're getting a book deal. Yeah. So she took it off. What happened? Acid in the face? Something like that. Okay. Yeah. I was, Who knows? Yeah. I mean, you know, it could have been acid in the face. By the way, the gas digital producer, instead of like finding articles where this stuff's happening, he's just trying to sign into his email. <laughs> He's just, he's just, oh, there she is. That's sad. Well, that, but now you're bumming us out. We don't want that. Well, what? That's a bummer. What happened? What's that? <laughs>
That's a big bummer. She's laying there in the hospital. We're trying to do a comedy show. <laughs> We're trying to do a comedy podcast. We don't need a picture of her in the hospital. That doesn't help. Maybe the, the sponsors won't like that. <laughs> We're trying to sell underwear here for fat people. <laughs> He just made me thought we were more visual. Do than- we know what happened to her, good old producer? Do we know? It's uh, they're saying she had a heart attack at a police station, collapsed, and fell into a coma. But that doesn't seem to be. Uh, she died. I think that's. Ah, boy, she's like there. In their in their revolution right now, that she's like their George Floyd, right? I think one. Whoa! I think one. Now si- I get it. Yeah, one side's going, "Hey, she fell," <laughs> and the other side's going, "Like, I don't think she fell." What? One side's going, "Like, one side's going, one side's going, it's fentanyl." You go, "I don't think it was." I saw a nine minute video where a guy was going, "I can't breathe," and you were kneeing on his neck. I think that had something to do with well, it. Well, so- somebody sent me him swallowing a bag of drugs. Oh. Floyd. I don't know if that's true or not. No, it, it could be. Someone sent me something. Yeah. But someone. Th- but the knee on the neck probably didn't help. Never good. Never good. So this woman is Iran's George Floyd. Right. That Now you've put it in context that's for me. That's the only way for us to understand Because I never knew. Yes. And she had a heart attack at the police she station. She fell. Which is a real unfortunate series of events. Or yeah. something else happened and... That's why Iran is it's really heating up. Yeah, she was, you know, doing the equivalent of cashing a Yeah, check. so here we go again. However, eyewitnesses, including women who were detained with Amini, reportedly said she was severely beaten and that she died as a result of police brutality, which is probably true. I or It's probably true. It depends on who you ask. She, or not. She fell into the stairs. It could have been because maybe there it but maybe it wasn't that. Right. Right, I'm. I'm. I, I. I would guess it wasn't that. Really? Yeah, I would guess because they don't take too kindly to uh, women taking off. So you're saying she was beaten? I'm saying there's a chance. There's a chance. There's a chance she was beaten. Yeah, to death. I suspect. Probably. Yeah. I suspect there's a chance. Yeah. Okay. I'd say. That, I'd say that there's a good chance because. Um, yeah. I, I, I guess. Well, we're. Well, by the way, whatever that is, we're not. Hey, you know, we're on our we we think that that is abhorrent and it should uh, be we should we should uh do something. I don't know what we should do. We should uh maybe make another commercial about it. Well, I, you know, there's got to be a way. This would be a perfect time for Nike to make a follow-up commercial. Of 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 her or of no, something just, in Iran? No, something with how important it is for, to wear the hijab. To wear the hijab. Yeah, and uh, play tennis or something. Yeah, it would be this would be a perfect timing for it. Yeah. Don't miss this opportunity. Yeah. This is like the 6 months right after 9/11. This is like true crimes And instead hit. of just do it, when you're about to take the hijab off, Nike could go, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you want to do that? Yeah. You don't have to. It doesn't have to just do it. It could be think it over. Think about it. Before think about it. Uh, yeah. Think about it. There's a lot of history there. There's a lot of tradition yeah. on your head. Yeah. 
that you're now taking off. It's your choice. Put you, it on, put it off. That's the That's place. all you have. So to the do. commercial should be someone putting it on to play tennis. That's right. But then you show her taking it off. Yeah. And she doesn't fall into the stairs. Yeah. That's or what's good. Or she's about to take it off and then she starts thinking about her mother and grandmother right. and society and that their rules do need to kind of be in place. Right. And she realizes that at the end of the day, the best thing she can do is go along with the plan. Right. <laughs> right. Because sometimes that's just a, it's a nice thing to do. Yeah. So that's what's going on over there. That's what's going on is that the women. Here's the other thing. And I got to be honest, and this is going to probably make me sound like insensitive here. It's like, you don't have to wear the full one, right? No, but it's like, women, like, I get what you're saying. It's like, okay, you guys are a little upset. You can't take them off if you want to. But we got a wage gap here. Yeah. yeah. It's also like- Everyone's got problems. Nothing's perfect. It's yeah. not, well, here's what I, I always go, this isn't my culture. Yeah. It's, this is when people get angry at me. Yeah. They're like, no, you don't understand. It's not my culture. Right. So the reality is I don't tell them what to do. <laughs> right. Because I don't, it's not, we're not, nothing to do with anything. And also that would be wrong of you to do. It would be wrong. It would be wrong. As, as be... pumpkin fat whitey telling them, but here's the deal. Yeah. I don't go into sub-Saharan Africa where they're lobbing off clips and making stew and tell them what to do. Is that what I would do? No. No. Anthony but Bardane, would, it would be rude for him not to taste it. He would go and eat it. Yeah. But I just say, let people do what they do. And it would be, it would be what, what is it? I don't uh, meddle. It would be, what's it? Ethnocentric. Yes. It would be ethnocentric to assume yeah. that you can say what's right or wrong. But it kind of would. I know we're being sarcastic, but here's the deal. What are we supposed to do? Invade? No. And convince everyone to not lob the clits off and make the stew? No. Well, what's the point? No. Whatever makes you happy. We're supposed to send- Whatever makes you happy. We send weapons. We have a defense industry that needs to unload some weapons. I don't like the Ukraine. The Ukraine was a country of white Nazis, and we've somehow made it into like, it's a RuPaul's drag race. Well, but homosexuality was like basically illegal there up until 20 minutes ago when it's now the most gay friendly country uh, of an ex-Soviet country. We just lie about what all these things are anyway. I'm, but I'm sure there's a few Nazis in Russia too. For sure, but yeah. Ukraine, it was like a massive thing. There was all kinds of things that they pulled down videos. It's just, they're into it. Yeah, it's propaganda. They're just War, into wartime it. Wartime propaganda. What we what should do- What do you do? think about this thing where they say Russians are being armed with Viagra to rape Ukrainians? That uh, feels fake. Uh, that feels like propaganda. I would sue if I was Viagra. I mean, Russians are being- Like, they're doing poorly on the battlefield anyway, and they're going, yeah. by the way, if you have extra time, go rape someone. Yeah. That seems like it's a little wacky. Well, you know, there's always atrocities on both sides. It's war. Sure. That's why I love when people always go like, hey, this side's uncivilized. You're like, the whole thing is fucked. The whole thing is fucked. People, you know, people don't know how to like draw the line. They don't go in there and like uh, the British have a tea and then kill you in the proper way. It's like, it gets ugly. It gets very ugly on both sides. Well, that's why we have to make some type of deal, maybe. I mean, we got to get out of there. We got to give a deal. There's got to be a deal. Got to get a lawyer in there. Get that region. Give him those regions that he wants and fucking no NATO. Yeah. That's what you need to get, like, you know, a good Hollywood lawyer in there and yeah. say, let's make Shh, a deal. Like a shark. Let's yeah, get in there. We've been preventing that. You know, we've been telling Ukraine, like, don't go to the table. Just keep fighting. Yeah. That's not great. Yeah. We must have some interest in it yeah we like we what like do those they got weapons. there do they got oil in there i don't know they got a great position yeah 
geographically and we we like we like slinging weapons we like you know but we keep we kind of tell because like we, i think we've t- like telling Zelensky and everything like hey man don't negotiate like just you know but now putin's like okay well you know what we're gonna now turn up the heat right so if, if we don't if there's no negotiation that's forced you're looking at a really bad situation because he will putin will level ukraine He's yeah. going to level Ukraine. And then he'll it, get leveled. It'll be bad for the whole world. It'll be bad for the yeah. whole world. Otherwise, he's dead. Yeah. This is what you don't understand. Not you, but people. If he goes back to his country and goes, hey, sorry I wasted all the time and disgraced us, they're killing him. Yeah. So he, his own self-preservation is like, I'm going to try to win. Right. We got to win here. And it could be an ugly win. Yeah. It might not be a nice win. It might be like everybody's dead and there's an insurgency for years and- Everybody hates us, but we did technically win. Yeah. So I think you try to avoid that by making some type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, Putin, and you're listening to Zelensky. He does. Yeah. Zelensky, Putin's too. Putin's a huge Tim Dillon fan. He's a huge <laughs> Tim Dillon fan. Wouldn't that be funny if he was just a huge comedy podcast fan? I would love it if he was a massive <laughs> comedy podcast fan. Or if like, Nothing would make me happier. If Zelensky's just got time in his little bunker or whatever, he just throws on. Well, Zelensky's such a fame-whoring guy yeah. that he's aware of every celebrity. Maybe not like shitty podcast celebrities, but Zelensky knows of every Hollywood A-lister. Like, he just wants to be on the cover. I think he's been on the cover of Vogue. Like, well, he that's was. what he wants to do. And he was an entertainer before. Yes, yeah. and he is now, it yeah. seems. Yeah. <laughs> seems like he is one now as well. Because he uh, he likes the limelight. He doesn't shrink from the limelight. He no. doesn't fade. No, no, no. He's definitely, they've turned him into Winston Churchill. Does this go into World War III? You know a lot about history. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Ugly. Yeah, it could. I mean. Um, Does China go, fuck it, we're going into Taiwan? China's definitely going into Taiwan. And if China goes into Taiwan, yeah. what do we have to do? What, I mean, what do we do? Nothing, well, really. Well, if it, this is the thing. If it wasn't for NATO, it would have happened already. Right. If uh, if it wasn't for NATO, Ukraine and Georgia would be leveled already. Right. So it's like, um, you know, I, I just don't think, you know, I don't know if I buy Putin's version that he's just like, but here's hey, the, I'm upset about NATO. But here's a, for, forget that. Whether they, what, No matter what his motivations are, he's got all the nukes. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter why he did it. No, this is gone. the big thing. It doesn't really matter because a, a friend of mine who's a, a smart guy with foreign policy was like, who cares? There's a million reasons why anyone does anything. Right. He did it and he's going, I want these two things. And if you don't give me them, I will bomb the country. And if you bomb me, I have nukes and we're just going to go, we're going to have a party. Well, at some point, Someone was going to hijack the world with their nuclear capability. Yeah. I mean, human nature hasn't changed. So some autocrat eventually, inevitably, was going to do something like this. Yeah. So from here, it either sparks World War III and we all go kaputski and we don't make it to Mars or something happens that stops it. Okay. And that something will be a video from Hollywood. Why are they so fucking quiet? Yeah. Where's that video? Where's that compilation video from them saying, stop? <laughs> it should just be a bunch of Hollywood actors like on set because they're all working now. Yeah. So they're on set and then they just go, Mr. Putin, stop. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. It just goes from like Amy Schumer to like, you know, Sean Penn to 
Jennifer Garner to whatever to whoever it is. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Jacob Elordi from Euphoria. Yeah. Stop it, Mr. Putin. Yeah. Zendaya. Stop it. Keenan Thompson in there. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. I just saw him driving a Eurus in Beverly Hills. Looks good. Yeah. He's, he's been he's like he's been just doing it forever. He's been around for a long he's just time. Just been doing it forever. Good burger wasn't yesterday. God bless him. Yeah. He's been out there killing it for a long time. He's really I saw him in a Lambo truck, just smiling, happy. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't worried about the Ukraine. Yeah. He ain't thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. He's not. Nobody really thinks about it that much. Well, I'm excited about all this new all this new stuff that's going to get made. Now, Netflix is bouncing back. They're kind of, maybe they're, they're kind of going the other way from what they were doing, which was just really that woke kind of annoying stuff. And they're going back to like, kind of like glorifying uh, uh, cannibals again. <laughs> and that's what I think people want and I think that's what's going to save the day like I think finally you're looking at something where people are like finally I can sink my teeth into this literally finally there's a protagonist I can identify with yeah 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 finally someone who represents us sure the non-woke yeah Jeffrey Dahmer yes yeah yeah, yeah. I mean I'm just happy about it. I think that it's going back the other way. I think that there's a pendulum swing. I think that people are really getting interested in real stories again, as opposed to garbage. Yeah. And the real stories. Jeffrey Dahmer's a real fucking story. It did happen. He's a real guy. Whether you like him or not, whether you think what he did is right or not, we all have different opinions on that. <laughs> it's true. It's subjective, like, really. What, whatever. Like, what? no matter what you think about how he was treated by the cops or like what his family dynamic was. This is a real story that people can appreciate and come to their own conclusions. Right. Initially, I think Netflix categorized it as an LGBTQ. Is that true? Yeah. And then they got in trouble for that. Well, it is LGBTQ. Yeah. But I see cannibal. <laughs> right. I think the community, I think that community, um, got upset about that they were like well, we don't want this i i see we want bros i see what they're and saying the people said we want not bros I, we want that i see what they're saying but i go you i would not mind at all you put it back under lgbtq because it's the first good lgbtq thing really made in recent memory yeah you have great things like the bird cage and stuff from years ago but recently, it's been a lot of crap. Yeah, since that, since Brokeback Mountain. Well, that Billy Eichner guy is uh, this this unlovable guy running around screaming at people on the street. He does a film. It's a horror, and uh, nobody wants this. So you're saying his movie was more of a horror than Jeffrey Dahmer's? Unquestionably, <laughs> Billy Eichner as a person is so much more offensive than Jeffrey Dahmer in every way. Right. If you had to spend five minutes with either Billy Eichner or Jeffrey Dahmer. This self-important game show host? Right. Or Dom, the legend? <laughs> He's a game show host. It's not even a good game show. And the guy's yeah. like, the guy's screaming at straight people from not going to see the movie. How about all everyone under 30 is gay if you go on the internet? Right. Where are they at the movie? Yeah. He's just unlikable. It's fine. It is what it is. But compare him to Jeffrey Dahmer, who, like it or not, isn't an instant, is an American institution. Yeah, yes, yeah. Is a real story. Yeah. Is from the heartland. Is salt of the earth. Has made questionable choices. 
is someone who will be remembered long after Billy Eigner has been forgotten and bros has been forgotten. So if you're LGBTQ concerned at Netflix, I'm going Dahmer all the way as opposed to the other garbage. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because it is an LGBTQ story. Technically. Because there's a, Ted Bundy was a straight serial killer. He was a playboy. There's tons of straight serial killers. Yeah. Obviously, not all serial killers are gay, um, but the ones that are, why not? Let's get into that. Let's get those stories told. Let's get those stories told. Yeah. It's weird because I think we are, we're almost done with the way we thought about things for the last few years. Very yeah. interesting. It's folding in on itself. I think people are tired of it. It's over. And the way to contextualize everything is this overtly political very dry, box-checking, categorical. I think people are over that, and I think people are now really going to get comfortable in the gray. Yeah. This is the gray area. This is my prediction. We're going back into the gray area, and the Dahmer's a great example of that. I think he, I would say he's, I would say he. T it's not so gray. It's pretty gray. <laughs> I would say. It's pretty gray. <laughs> what... <laughs> Explain how it's not gray. Well, because he uh, he murdered people and he ate them. But why do you like him? <laughs> because but that's what I mean. I'm not saying that was right. 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 I'm right. not saying that's not right. gray. I'm saying Tony Soprano murdered people. Did you like him? Um, me personally, do you didn't like Tony Soprano? Are you gonna lie right now? You fucking I was American more of an, University faggot. I was more of an Edie Falco guy. Oh, stop! Yeah, it. I identified with her You're story. Already married. Her struggle. Her story. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why do you like Dahmer? I like him because it was like, what did his mother do to him? The thing about him, what did his mother do to him? I like we like anyone who's in control of their own story. Right. This is true. He took the reins. We like anyone who's in control of their own story. This is true. And I know a lot of people are going to be they're going to misunderstand this, but what I'm really saying here is that Jeffrey Dahmer, do you want a world without Jeffrey Dahmer? No. And the reality is we don't. I don't. We don't. No. We really don't want a world without we don't want to get eaten. No. And we don't want our friends to get eaten. And it is unfortunate it was racially based. No good. Yeah. But we don't want a world with a, something about these monsters keeps us in line. There's something about these people that we kind of like. The randomness of it all, it feels there's something about, I don't even know what it is. Things that go bump in the night, people that disappear. There's some, we love horror movies. We love being scared. We love to scream. There's something about it that keeps us in check. Well, it's fear is fashion, just the way morality has become uh, morality is fashion. It's yes. like at a distance. It's not happening to us it's a cool safe thing you know to say you shouldn't walk act this way when you're around these people or you should you know right. you should you should walk in uh poor neighborhoods and just feel safe you know and you can say that but doing that is a whole nother thing just like saying or watching or talking about jeffrey Dahmer is one thing but then getting eaten by him is another right. no one wants to be eaten by jeffrey Dahmer. But also, nobody wants... That's presumptuous. I'm sure there's some, there's some people out fucking there. sick German but who wants But nobody it. wants to live in a world 
where it's a complete impossibility to get eaten by Jeffrey Dahmer. Except for the people who he did eat. They are not a fan. That's true. But they don't have a vote. But they're out. They don't have a vote. But many of us like the idea when we put our head to the pillow that that someone's getting eaten. Well, here's the deal. Some That's true. He did eat people, yes. But according to him, he was not a racist. And he right. did not choose them because they were BIPOC. Right. So it was, it was fun to watch Jeffrey Dahmer go, hey, hey, I'm not a bad guy. I hope there's so many Dahmer costumes this Halloween. I hope people are not dissuaded. I hope people stand up for their rights. I hope people just tell the fucking people, fuck you, I'm Jeffrey Dahmer. Now, if you are dressed as Jeffrey Dahmer, here's I will just say this as sort of a safety warning, like they do on television. Make sure the Halloween party you're going to is 100% white. It's got to be white. It's got to be white. It's got to be white. You do not want to show up at your black friend's party as Jeffrey Dahmer. It's got to be white. It's got to be a white Milwaukee party. Yeah, you don't want... I don't dress up. You you do maybe a family costume, but I have not dressed up in years. I don't really dress up. Before I was married, I did not dress up. Yeah, I just didn't I, I grew up throwing eggs and getting eggs thrown. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what, what we did in yeah. the suburbs. Yeah. I wasn't really a... Yeah. The guy that dressed up. But now you're trick-or-treating. Now you're wholesome. I'm, yeah, now I'm just under the will of, of the autocrat that is my wife. I'm glad <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we figured out the Iran and Russia. Uh, yeah, the Persians. They're you're, Persian. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah, they want to be referred to as Persian. Yeah, well, you're welcome, everybody, for figuring that out. We figured that out. We figured that out. Yeah. And uh, you know, Great turn- opportunity for the shampoo industry to get in there. Get in there. And support the revolution. Well, everything's going to be, and I know that we make jokes about it, but I think everything really is going to be what company likes your cause and what company can promote your cause. Do they pitch causes like we pitch shows? A hundred percent. They go in there and they go, Iranian Revolution? A hundred percent. They go, I have an idea. There's a one-legged Palestinian girl who throws the shot put. And there's 100%. They go and they have meetings and they try to remember Malala. Yeah, I remember her. They come and go. Yeah, that they was come quick. and go. There's that one. Remember Emma Gonzalez with the shaved head from Parkland? Yes. They come and they go. Come and go. Elliot Gonzalez comes and goes. Come and goes. Elliot Page comes and comes goes. Comes and goes. Comes back. And comes back. Different. And comes back. Yeah. Well, yeah. by the way. Wouldn't she be a perfect Joan of Arc if they make that movie? He. Sorry. He. He, he. would absolutely, they would be a great Joan of Arc <laughs> no matter what gender they identified as and I I would support it and see it. Yeah. I would see it. There, if, if, if he is not cast as Joan of Arc. It's cr- a criminal. It'll be criminal and it'll be a problem. It's, well, is this, is Joan of Arc going to happen? Well, the whole thing is that the tra- uh, there was a big movement that she's trans. I mean, sorry, he's trans. Who's he? Joan of Arc was a guy. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, they're mad because they don't want Joan of Arc to be portrayed as a woman because they're saying he was a he and he wanted he was uh, 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 he was one of the first it makes trans. it makes sense it makes sense so they say they don't want people talking about Joan of Arc anymore as a she because it was clear that she was trans Joan of Arc is, is a he is a he okay that was a big thing in the news recently Joan of Arc Joan of Arc was a also a she was a Abraham she. Lincoln was gay Abraham Lincoln was also a vampire killer is that true yeah according to the movie oh yeah 
Well, listen, folks, where can people find you and all the things you're doing? You can find me on Parlor. The Greek Greek Church. You can find me at the Greek Church. You can find me on Parlor. You can find me on OnlyFans. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a great dichotomy. You can see me on Truth Social, Parlor, OnlyFans. The conservative media landscape with the new apps is wild. They just eat each other. They're interesting. Yeah. I can't wait to when Kanye buys it, what he does with it. He's Will buying they let Parler. him buy it? Of course they're going to let him Are buy it. Are they going to let the guy that owns the app scream about the Jews? Parler don't care. Yeah. Parler. Yeah, who owns Parler Parler's now? like a fun, like you're at the Parler yeah. with a bunch of guys. Who found It's like Steve Bannon's, right? No idea. He needs somebody to watch it while he's in prison. Yeah. He's going away for a couple of months. I can't imagine that they're, they that uh, Kanye is going to be able to just buy it. Well, according, they have a deal on paper, I think. Yeah. yeah. Who's excited about that? Even executives <laughs> at Parler have to go, <laughs> Like, who's really excited about an upcoming business deal? Like we said, I with think Kanye West. The idea is gonna is more sexy even to Kanye than the execution. Yeah, because once he gets on there, nobody really. It's Musk with Twitter. He's like, I'll save Twitter. It's like you're not going to save Twitter. Yeah. Twitter had a moment. Yeah, but Twitter's moment's over. Like everything else. Like Twitter had a moment. It was really dying before Trump. Trump brought it back. Everything then was the result of a. A, 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 it all trickled down from Trump on Twitter. Right. Everything, everything I did, everything anyone did, whether it was a video or a tweet, it all was kind of in this universe created by the fact that you had this crazy wild guy on Twitter, Donald Trump. Once he's gone, even if he comes back, the moment's over, Twitter itself seems to not carry as much social weight as it used to. He is really sort of the Frankenstein of our culture. Yes. I mean, you know, it's ironic that Hollywood hates him so much because they created him. Well, they made him. He, what's amazing about him to me is he's indefatigable. He's meaning he won't stop. Yeah. He won't stop. There's no signs of stopping. Well, because... And his people don't care. No. What they throw at him. No documents he had the fucking nuke codes in the buffet at mar-a-lago none of it matters no i think it's because to they get- also want the a lot of his people want the world to end yeah they're ready they're ready for the fight they're ready for the rapture they're ready so anything where people go yeah he's gonna he'll destroy the world they go yeah 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 that's at part least of it. but we want to win yeah i think he just knows what what america's about he's like i don't care whether i'm right or wrong what i did what's true or not i don't care as long as i'm there as long as i'm wild you'll cut co- the media will cover he knows yes. the media he knows he what, knows you just made a great point yeah. he knows what america's about he knows what america's about and it's like as long as i'm there yeah and i'm wild hey look you could even chop up and eat a whole bunch of people yeah America will make you a star. You're going to be a star. You're a star. And people are going to want to dress up as you. Yeah, because you rose above the rest. Yes. And did something. And you did something. And that's why it's not so easy to just say, oh, we shouldn't glorify someone like Jeffrey Dahmer because no matter what you do, inevitably he's going to be glorified. No matter what you do. It's what we're interested in. And that's what I, I hope people don't lose that because it's 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 really... It's a beautiful story with some not-so-nice parts. I mean, what's the difference between Jeffrey Dahmer and, like, a guy who kills one person 
unevently compared to Jeffrey Dahmer. I'll tell you the difference. The difference is lack of grind. The difference is Netflix. (laughs) Right. Giannis Pappas, everybody, What's wh- where can they get tickets? Uh, just go to GiannisPappasComedy.com. I'll be in Austin. Um, no! Yeah, I'll be in Austin. Lucky. I'm going to Republican Hollywood. Lucky. November uh, 11th and 12th. Are you going to swim in the lake? I'm going to swim in the lake. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to try to go and get a bacteria in my yeah. vagina. Yeah. So I'll be there and then Detroit and Chicago. When are you going to be there? Uh, November 11th and 12th. Nice. Yeah. So uh, get tickets for that. Uh, tickets are selling pretty well for Austin. Thank right. you, guys. And uh, yeah, go listen to my podcast, Long Days. Go see Giannis Papas, listen to his podcast, Long Days. Uh, we'll see everybody soon. We're here in New York. We'll be back in LA next week. Thank you. Good night.